welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about why I need to be saved. Before Christ, you know, I felt fine. Things seemed to be going well. You know, what needed saving? And the Bible says that Jesus came to seek and save the lost. In fact, Jesus' very name means Savior. And when the angel appeared to Joseph, he told Joseph that Mary will give birth to a son and you are going to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people. But save us from what? The angel said, from their sins in Matthew 121. John 1.29, we're told that John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That is what we're saved from. We are saved from our sins. Paul tells us that before we became Christians, we were dead in our transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. In Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. Before we became Christians, all I deserved was wrath. Romans 3.23 drives that home when it says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 tells us that the wages of sin is death. You know, on an intellectual level, we understand that. It's right there in the Bible. It's plain as day. But when we look at the world, it's hard to truly wrap our minds around this. You mean that man who helped me check out my groceries is dead? You mean the, the nice older woman who lives next door is an object of wrath? Now, here's the problem. We are surrounded by nice people, kind people, generous people. Of course, there are bad people too, but most of the time they're in a, a newspaper or a, on the TV. And that's why it can be so stunning to hear about the evil actions of someone you're close to. They get arrested for something terrible. And, and you have to say, you didn't ex or suspect a thing that they were good people. You didn't expect them to be able, capable of doing that sort of evil thing. Because generally, even the most cynical of people have a hard time imagining each and every person they know as deserving of wrath. It's easy to just act like everything is okay. You know, of course, the problem is that the Bible says we're not okay. People do things and say things and think things that are wrong, that are sinful. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And we need to understand that more than just on an intellectual level. We need to fully wrap our minds around this because the bottom line is, if you and I don't believe that people aren't okay, then we're not gonna tell people about Jesus. As long as I think that being nice means that my friend isn't lost or being generous will be enough to earn a mansion in heaven, then there is no point to showing others how to be saved. What are they saved from if they're already okay? After all, if everything is fine, why do we need Jesus? I mean, if someone is okay just the way they are, Jesus didn't die for them because Jesus came to save us from our sins. And if we didn't have any sin, if we didn't do anything wrong, if we're okay the way we are, we don't need Jesus. I cannot let my belief in the goodness of people be a barrier to me sharing Jesus with the world. Back in the, the book of 1 Samuel, 
the prophet Samuel uh, is told by God to anoint the next king of Israel. And remember when Samuel sees one man and he believes that man should be anointed. But God said, no. And then Samuel saw that man's brother and he said, that man ought to be king. And God again, he said, no. And finally God said, man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. First Samuel 16, 7. I only see the outside of people. And most of the time, people do a pretty good job, pretty decent job, keeping their outsides clean. Most people look moral. They do good things. Of course, they've got some character flaws, but surely those aren't enough to send them to hell. That's all I see. I see people only on the outside, but God sees their hearts. And because I can't see their hearts, I'm tempted to see people as okay and to doubt that they are, in fact, objects of wrath as the Bible promises us. Sometimes it's hard to look in the mirror and see that too. It's hard to say, I am not worthy. When I'm trying to be good, when I'm trying to do the right thing, it's hard to say to myself, that's not enough. That was exactly the position Paul found himself in when he wrote in Romans 17, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I don't understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice, but what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For the will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. You know, Paul, he wanted to be good. He wanted to do good. He, he was even zealous about serving God. But before Christ stopped him in his tracks on the road to Damascus, Paul was still burdened by sin. And even one sin separated him from God, made him an object of wrath. And that must have torn him up because the effort was there. But on his own, he just couldn't do it. He needed Christ. And we need to look around and know that everyone, including ourselves, are in the same position. No matter how much good we do on our own, we can't balance out the sin. We need Christ because we were lost and he came to seek and save us. If I think everyone is okay, I will not sense the urgency of telling them about Christ. And so they might go to hell because I don't want to embarrass myself by telling them about my faith. People are not fine. They're not okay. They need Jesus as much as I do because sin has destroyed all of our lives. And the sooner we realize that, the sooner we can get to work showing them the love that God has shown me. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. 
Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.